2: So this
3: is the last week of our series of
2: moving forward. So the last few weeks, we've been learning about being smart, being honest, give and take, and casting your nets.
3: So I'm going to finish up with this topic today. It's
2: cross your Jordan. So if you want to know what cross your Jordan means, you have to listen up. And let's pray. God, we just thank you for your presence in this place, that you have
3: been protecting
2: us, God, open our hearts, open our ears,
3: God, and I just pray that you would help us to open our spirits to receive what you want
2: to give us.
3: So we give this time to you as we study
2: together. Amen. Amen. Okay. So the story of
3: crossing the Jordan is in the Bible. It starts in the book of Joshua, chapter 1.
2: So I'll tell you a little bit about this story in Joshua, uh, chapter one. So Joshua was the
3: new leader of the Israelites after Moses.
2: So after Moses died, God called
3: Joshua to be the next
2: leader. And
3: God had called Joshua to take the Israelites to go to the promised
2: land. Because it was the place that God had prepared for them. So in order to get to
3: this land, they needed to cross the Jordan River.
2: So
3: in this instance, what does the the promised land mean
2: for us? You know, it's a place of freedom. It was the inheritance that God had promised to them, and the people there.
3: So for the Israelites, they obeyed God and crossed the
2: Jordan.
3: But I want to tell
2: you, crossing the Jordan was not an easy thing. First of all, it was a huge obstacle to cross the river. So we could compare the Jordan River to the Mekong. You know, the Mekong is big. And then they didn't have the boats. Back then. So they had to cross on foot, and how were they going to cross this giant river? So, how did they have to prepare to cross the river, prepare food or whatever? But you know what's important in what Joshua did? He listened and obeyed the word that God spoke to him. So he took everybody to go to the front of the Jordan River. So they have these priests that went with them. And as the priests went first, they put their feet in the water. Do you know what happened? This, a miracle happened. He
3: stopped the flow of the river so that the Israelites could
2: cross. Amen? This is the miracle that God did in that circumstance. So
3: you can see that they were trusting God and they were following in his presence. So for us here in this
2: place We have different obstacles in our lives.
3: You know, before we have success or gain a victory, we have to cross these
2: obstacles. We have lots of different kinds of obstacles in our lives. So I want to talk a little bit more about this story. So Joshua, he's a new leader. And he knows it's not an
3: easy thing to bring the Israelites across this river. But he
2: still continued to listen to God's voice and obey to do it. Even though it was hard to do what he did, he did it. So I want to talk about your personal Jordan today. I believe that each of us, we
3: have a Jordan that we have to
2: cross. Maybe your Jordan is a problem that you're facing in your life. Or maybe it's a miracle from God that you really need.
3: You know, I wanna just really speak clearly. It's not it was not easy for Joshua to lead these people across this river.
2: And
3: I know that each of our lives
2: are not easy and problem free all the time.
3: But do you know that the Bible has over seven thousand promises for us? for
2: us seven. 1, it is so important that we not only read the Bible but we obey it. So, today I have five important points that I want to go over
3: with you so that we can cross our personal Jordan.
2: All right, first point. So, the first thing that we can do to overcome our Jordan is to concentrate on the voice of God. What does that mean? It's focusing our attention, paying attention to God, and trusting him 100%. So
3: recognize that we are the people that God has created. And concentrate on hearing his voice.
2: So in Joshua chapter 1 verse two to verse four This is what happened in the story. I
3: Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I
2: promised Moses. So God will bless those that obey his word. There are so many verses that encourage us to Obey God. Not just in this, but in Joshua 1 verse 5. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you so no matter where we're at right now in our lives maybe
3: we have some toxic things that are going on in our lives and if our lives are really going
2: downhill or maybe our lives are really amazing it doesn't
3: matter where we are at in our lives. God is with us
2: always. He will not leave us. Please listen today. Because maybe you're here and you need to hear this today. you need to hear this today, Because maybe you're here today and you're feeling lonely. Maybe you feel like you're the only one here on earth. Or maybe you are facing the most difficult situation of your life. But I want to tell you, he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. He is the
3: same today
2: and tomorrow.
3: Just like he was in the time of Joshua. He's the
2: same God. He will not leave you. Sometimes we're the one that leave him. And then we feel like, well, he's not near me.
3: But I want to tell you the truth, he will not forsake
2: you. It does not
3: matter if your problem is the size of a mountain
2: or the sky. He's, he's
3: still, still going to be with you and he's still never
2: going to forsake His you. His promise is for today and for tomorrow. He's going to be with you. He will not forsake you.
3: He will not leave
2: you. This is His promise. It's
3: only us that leave Him.
2: And we're the ones thinking he leaves us. So this picture I learned about, <laughs> it's like this picture of us in our relationship with God and God he's holding on to us all the time he's just an example okay. so we're the one that leaves God it's not God who leaves us So there are four different voices that we always hear. The first voice is the voice of God. He's a God full of love. He's there to protect us. To lift us up and strengthen us. And he's saying
3: these things to strengthen us all the time. But the second voice
2: Is the voice of the enemy. And
3: he's always trying to say negative things to us. He
2: is trying to take away our joy. The enemy is so happy if we walk away from God. So the
3: third voice is our own
2: voice you know that's the voice we're comparing ourselves with others oh they're prettier than me they're richer than me they have cooler stuff than I do and we're always comparing ourselves with others and this
3: voice is not a good voice because it makes us live in
2: Sadness. So the
3: fourth voice would be the voice of our friends.
2: You know,
3: we have some good friends, right? Yeah, we're helping
2: each other out. But some of our friends, they can give us the best advice ever. But then we have other friends. We should not be listening to their advice. Because it's not good advice. Like
3: our family, some of the things our family
2: says. And some of it's great advice, and other
3: of it's not.
2: some of So we we don't
3: want to be focused on these three other voices. We want to be focused on God's voice. He wants us to be listening to His voice.
2: He wants us to pay
3: attention and put our heart there. So, for
2: example, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Keep this book
3: of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and
2: successful. This is a promise for us. So, who here has <laughs> a gift of business? <laughs> men,
3: women Who has
2: a a business? business Who has that heart, that that desire to do that? Yeah. Look, this is a verse about being successful and prosperous. So you should take this verse and remember it. It's not just this verse. There are over seven thousand. And promises in the Bible for us and there's so many more that we can learn about the presence of God so the first key
3: that I want to give you is to
2: concentrate on the voice of God when we obey we will be victorious. And we will be successful because of him. So the second key point that I want to make in
3: order for us to cross our Jordan. Give your whole
2: heart to God. So we need to concentrate ourselves, set apart. To the Lord. How
3: do we consecrate ourselves to the Lord?
2: You know there's people that say, "God, I trust you." But they're
3: only speaking from their
2: mouths. They're not
3: speaking from their hearts and they're not ready to give God their whole hearts
2: yet. But
3: then there's other people that say,
2: God, I want to give you my heart. But then they
3: don't
2: do anything about it. So it takes all of our heart to give it to God. So in Joshua chapter 3 verse 5, Joshua told the people,
3: concentrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you.
2: Prepare
3: yourselves, set yourselves apart to be holy for
2: God.
3: Pray this to God. God, here I am.
2: I give you, I give you my life. And surrender yourself to the Lord. You know, some people, we want miracles from God. But we're not ready to leave our comfortable places. And we're not willing to leave those places to go to a difficult place. There was a really famous guy named Peter in the Bible. And you know, he wanted to do miracles. He wanted to walk on the water to meet up with Jesus. And he was thinking, should I try it? Should I try to walk on water to go meet Jesus? And he wanted that miracle really bad. So he went, and he went with faith, and he was trusting in God.
3: So he went, and he went with faith, and he was trusting in God.
2: But as he began to walk, he started to doubt. And then as he started to doubt, he started to drown. And then Jesus had to pick him up out of the water. He still helped him. Jesus still helped him to have faith in God.
3: He's not going to be blessing us through our lives of
2: sin. So, the third
3: key that we want to take in order to cross our
2: Jordans,
3: we want to courageously take that first step
2: toward God. So we realize that the Israelites, they had to obey their leader, Joshua. And Joshua was leading them to the Jordan River but you know you have to realize they were probably already comfortable where they were at and why did they need to go
3: out of their comfort zone to go into this new place this <laughs> promised
2: land why did God make them move are you wondering you know what God he's A God who's always on time. And he knows his plan for your life. And he's not late in doing his plan. And he does not
3: answer our prayers too
2: fast. He is always right on time. So we want to talk about boldness. You know, it's not easy to take that first step.
3: It's hard to have that courage to take that step to do something new. The first step is the hard one. I want to share a story
2: from my personal life. I wanted to go swimming. I wanted to learn how to swim. You know, there's a lot of people in Cambodia, they're 20 years old, they still don't know how to swim. So, but when I was seven or eight years old, at the Simrip River, it used to be really beautiful
3: and clean, not like
2: right now. Like you could drink the water, it was so clean.
3: So it was the water that came out of Kulin Mountain and you could almost like <laughs> drink it. It was so
2: clear. Okay,
3: So anyway, the Seam River, that's where I learned to swim. Do you know what happened my first time? I almost died. I
2: just about died. For because, uh, I I and so I was under the water and my hands were kind of above splashing <laughs> And I was
3: drowning and then somebody came
2: and saw my splashing and
3: saved me. So at that point, I had two choices, and most people, they make two choices at this point. Was The first was to give up
2: swimming.
3: But I didn't do that, and I decided to keep trying until I
2: learned to swim. And I continued until I had victory over that.
3: And I had the courage to do what I thought I I didn't
2: know if I could do alright so there's this other kind of weird thing I wanted to learn how to ride my bicycle without (laughs) using my hands because people they're like oh in Cambodia girls shouldn't ride their bicycles without using their hands it's only those handsome Cambodian men who can do that and I was like why can not boy I always do it and I can't do it. So I decided to practice. You know,
3: I was riding this girl's bike and it was really not the right bike to learn on. And I
2: fell off so many times. And I fell off so many times. You know, my knees were all
3: scuffed up and bloody. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I didn't give up. <laughs> I, I continued on until I had victory. Amen. Hey, now that's one of my talents <laughs> is to ride
2: a bicycle with <laughs> no hands. All right, so yes. remember this, ladies. You can do it. And the men can do it. So we want to remember, courage does not get rid of our fear. But courage is the answer to our we fear. We don't want to live in fear. Stop having fear. What is your fear? What kind
3: of worries
2: do you have in your life? I want to be honest with you. The only way I can stand here before I could stand here in front of you I had to cross many Jordans because before there was no way I could share in front of people or I couldn't even share in front of one person. But God could change my life so much that now I can stand. We have nothing to be afraid of when we have God Who was with us? You know, Psalm chapter 23 is one of my favorite chapters. It talks about God being his, the Good Shepherd. That
3: He takes care of us and we don't lack anything when He takes
2: care of us. That He leads us to green pastures and places of rest for our souls.
3: That he will give us the strength when we take our focus and put it on his
2: presence. But we need to have that boldness and courage to take that step. in John chapter 8, verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So
3: we have this light that comes from God.
2: We have the light already. But how are we going to use this light? Are we going to hide our light or are we going to shine it to others? You are the light that can um, show the way to others. Be bold to do it. All right. Point number four: the things that we need to cross our Jordan. Keep our focus on God. Continue on. No matter how many times you fall, break your legs. Just keep going. No matter how many negative voices you're hearing in your head, don't listen to them. Listen to the voice of God. When we try to keep our focus on God, it's so easy to get distracted. So, my example is like when I'm working on my computer. And I'm promising myself I just need to get this one thing done before I move on to the next job. But before I can get that the one thing done, I get distracted by all these other things. Hi Alright, for example, we're all we are all thirsty, right? Oh, and maybe in our fridge at home, we've got this Coke. And we're thinking, oh, I'm just going to go into my kitchen and get that can of Coke. I'm going to and but then we go into the kitchen and our mom has just made all this ice cream and said it got it all ready to eat. Are we gonna have the coke first <laughs> or the ice cream? I think you'd
3: be tempted by the ice cream. I think maybe you'd be so tempted and eat your ice cream, maybe you don't even want that coke <laughs> anymore. You know, it's the same thing that happens to us in our lives. Yeah,
2: we're focusing on God. And then we're walking in the world. And they're calling us. And other people are calling us and
3: we're like,
2: oh yeah, how's yeah. it and, and then we walk away from the presence of God. Because we lose our focus. Do you understand yes. what I'm saying? Okay, last point as we finish up today we want to celebrate the miracles of God. Okay, who here has experienced wow, a miracle? Amen. Yeah. God has done so many miracles for each of us. And what do we do when we receive these miracles? Do we Do we hide it under the bed? Do we hide it under our pillow? Or do we share it with the world? We share. That's awesome. We're going to share with the
3: world. That others can hear about the good news of what Jesus past. God is doing. has done something amazing, miraculous in your past. Remember, He can
2: also do miracles in your future. And when when we remind
3: ourselves of the miracles that we've seen God and experienced from God, it encourages us to have faith for what He's doing next.
2: Because He can do a miracle today, and He can do a miracle tomorrow. Amen? Yes, There was a couple months ago, I had a miracle happen. And this miracle, God, he healed my eye. So every year from the year 2010 to 2015,
3: the, for about a month, my eye would swell up really bad.
2: Every year, one time, at I, the same time of the year. It hurt really bad and it was swollen and painful almost a month. And I was, at that time, I was spending time with a
3: friend of mine, and we were having devotions every morning. And I could feel it coming on. I could feel the, the pain coming back
2: to my eye. Oh, and I knew it was coming. It's 2016. I haven't had it yet this year. Here it comes. And we were asking each other, hey, what can I pray for you for? And I said, hey, can you pray for my eye? I can feel it. The pain is coming back. So the first day,
3: nothing happened. I was still in pain. The next day, they prayed again. The next day they
2: prayed again. But you know what? At the end of the month, there was no
3: pain. It was
2: gone. And I was completely healed just a couple months ago. And I just want to
3: celebrate and just declare what God has done, and I can share this with you today. God, He can
2: do anything.
3: He can do anything, even the things we think are impossible,
2: He can do them. And for me, I will continue to celebrate the miracles that God does
3: in my life. You know, I know it's hard to continue to move forward in the future when we have so many difficulties facing us.
2: You know, my Jordan is big and it's hard for me to cross it. But I know that there's someone who will never leave me. He will always be with me and always encourage me. That person is the person that is so important for my life and I need them more than anything. Let's pray together. Let's stand up and just take this it's time to pray. God, we just thank you for your presence in this place. And God, I don't know what the people here is different obstacles or different Jordans are. Maybe their
3: Jordan is that they really need a miracle today.
2: Maybe they have a problem in their marriage. Maybe they're praying for healing for their body and their health. Maybe they're feeling lonely. Or they feel like nobody loves them and I know these are difficult obstacles to overcome but we know that you are the God who walks us across these obstacles that no matter what
3: happens you are with us
2: maybe you're
3: here in this place and you need god's help with an addiction
2: I don't know what
3: kind of addiction you have it's your, if it's an addiction
2: to your phone or your um, cigarettes or
3: drugs <laughs> But we
2: want to give these things to God so that we can cross our
3: Jordans. God, we just thank you for your presence, that you are the one that gives us boldness to cross our Jordans.
2: You're always with us to help us. We know that you are
3: the one that helps
2: us to cross
3: these things. And we just hope that, we just know that
1: you will help us to cross them.
0: Thank you for
1: listening.
0: We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, Visit our
1: website. Or
0: find us on SoundCloud or
1: Facebook.
0: We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your
1: life.
0: This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins.
1: Come
0: into my life.
1: Change
0: me from the inside out.
1: Thank you
0: that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless
1: you.